Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. The Queensland Betfair Edge with Chris Nelson and Blair Gibson. For Betfair, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Plucky, so you win. Flash are looming in. Made of war. Happy go plucky on the outside. So you win. Flash are, but happy go plucky. Happy go plucky's won the cup from so you win. Flash are. Happy Go Plucky winning last year's Ipswich Cup on Ipswich Cup Day, which it is today, and it's going to be a great day's racing at Ipswich. Uh, the weather is absolutely perfect. The crowd will be packed in there. It'll be jam packed at uh, Ipswich as it always is. About the last couple of years with COVID has obviously made a difference, but everything's back to normal this year. So the place will be full to the brim. There'll be marquees on the inside of the track. There'll be marquees on the outside of the track. And there'll be humans as far as you can uh, see. So looking forward to a great day's racing. And I know who else is looking forward to a great day's racing. It's Blair Gibson from brizzyraces.com.au. Gibbo, good morning to you. Good morning, Chris. Plenty of white suits and crocodile shoes too. Well, I thought that was up my way. Well, I'll tell you what, you can keep that You can keep that Happy Go Plucky replay too. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I've, liked that horse for, I've liked that horse for so long. I backed him that many times, I tell you what. Every time he won, it was without me. Has he won since? I no, I don't him. think so. And I reckon I've probably backed him five times since. <laughs> anyway, it's always a, a massive day of racing uh, is Ipswich Cup Day. And I'm not sure, I just mentioned then, Gibbo, the crowds might have been... Uh, very low maybe last year, but probably uh, nothing. I don't even know if we had a meeting the last year or so. So we did have one last year, obviously. But the, look, listening to the replay, the crowd didn't seem too small. So it's going to be bigger today. There's no doubt about that. And remember, SEN Track is now on Facebook and Instagram as well as Twitter. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at SEN underscore, dot, uh, SEN underscore track, no dot, and find us on Facebook at SEN Track. Track Hub is also on the SEN app. Gibbo, how's your week been? Yeah, pretty good, mate. Pretty good. Um, I'm pretty sure we're right in saying that this is actually usually the biggest crowd yep. for Queensland racing for the year. Yeah, it's the biggest crowd, the carnival crowd uh, for the year. So there'll be uh, wow, plenty great. plenty in there and plenty of shenanigans going on during the afternoon. A bit of sun, a bit of, uh, a bit of alcohol. Yeah, will uh, make yeah. for a very exciting crowd for those, particularly those last three races, the main race. A hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, we've been rehabbing here in the Gibson household. We've got a what little net little netballer that's um, yeah, she's done a done the Freddie Frankel three weeks out from um, oh no state titles. So that broken? Uh, no, not broken, but it it looked that way on the day. But it uh, yeah, it looks like it. I know possibly. A, not sure what grade uh, ligaments, but uh, she's done a good job. She's rehabbing. I'm, I'll back her in to get there, but, um, yeah, she's tougher than me, so that's been our week. Chris, how's yours? Yeah, yeah, not too bad. Not much going on. Been a reasonably quiet week. No one's broken any bones in our household or, or sprained or done anything like that. So I'm one step ahead of you on that front, but I hope she's uh, all well. So that's three weeks away, is it? Yeah, it's, yeah, it'll be two weeks, actually, from two weeks from today. So we've had one week of rehab, and hopefully she gets there. We'll sort of... Good little team and good club, so um, yeah, they'd, they'd uh, I don't know, hope, hopefully they could make the top sort of 15, 16 for the state, so it'd be nice if she could be there with them, she'd, 
she doesn't feel like she wants to let them down, so she'll get there, I think. She's a tough little cookie. Um, school holidays will help. She'll be able to keep her, uh, her uh, feet off the ground or her ankle. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Alrighty, we better find some winners today on Ipswich Cup Day. Let's kick it off with the main race, Gibbo, which is the Ipswich Cup. And it's race number seven on the card. Looking forward to the race, as we always are. Now, before I go any further, it's the Tab Ipswich Cup. Over 2,150 metres at listed level. Pace-wise, how do you see the map? Yeah, I was going to ask you the same question because... Feel free. <clears throat> look, look, most, most Ipswich Cups, Chris... You get this, like honestly, there's, there's six or seven here that they're walkers, that they should be in the Country Cup instead of this. Um, <laughs> and my big issue is horses falling back on others. There were, some of these yeah. will have a stitch at the 800. So for that reason, I sort of looked at, look, I think the obvious is our intrigue. I thought the run two back was really good and a great pointer for this, the Yonkers form. And then went to the unsuitable shorter trip last time, just would have been a barrier trial for this. Sits closer than nearly all the dangers can get to the outside, be the one they have to catch. So I think Amity's the one they've got to beat. I've just looked for horses. I think these horses that are going to get back and come wide will actually be suited. They'll, you know, Hopefully they'll miss that traffic. I wouldn't want to be buried midfield or worse on the fence. I think you you know hope from there. So, look, I've gone for a horse like Smart Meteor, which... Oh, he is know, one of I, yours. Uh, I used to think he was half cat, but I do, I do think he's sort of turned the corner this prep. I thought he's been really good. And, and the run two back, he, he was third, beaten two lengths sort of behind our intrigue. He's three times that horse's price here. Um, prepared to just forgive that last start, 2400 if that was too far. So I just hope he gets on the back of the right horse. And if he does, I think that's sort of a, a an over-the-odds price. I don't think he's a great bet by any means, but I just think he's the one that's over the odds and will be running on with some of these other ones that are you know, probably a bit shorter than they should be. I think he's a bit rougher than they should be. So him, just um, on top of the price from our intrigue. Um, obviously, Burbidex has got to carry the weight, but... Yeah, I'm sort of. I've just gone shopping for value because I think it could get really, really messy. Chris, how do you see it? Well, I've got uh, two in the mix here, and one of them might fall into your category of uh, horses falling back on top of it. It is number three, Bartholomew Diaz. Now, as for pace, I see Spencer, Tavion Prince, Street Dancer, and Young Blood all going forward here. Uh, I've got a few there, such as Ballistic Boy, Our Intrigue, Bartholomew Diaz, and Honourable Spirit around handy to midfield that may even maybe a couple of those will push on maybe honorable spirit will push on as well but i'm with number three look he he hasn't set the world on fire since coming from overseas bartholomew diaz but i think i mentioned a couple of weeks ago or on last week's show i was very impressed with that win at eagle farm in race one a couple of weeks back yeah Uh, i didn't see that coming no neither did i and he i just love the way that he traveled into the race from last and then once hooked around heels uh, by Jaden Lord, he really picked up and ran past Cognac. Now, I know it wasn't a strong race, but he could only win. And I think he won that race quite impressively. And he may have turned the corner. I certainly think the step up in distance won't do him any harm whatsoever. So I'll be with him, but it'll be on an each-way basis. Good gait, as long as he doesn't get horses fall back on top of him, as you said. So I'll go with Bartholomew Diaz. I do think the danger is our intrigue, who I think brings in the better form lines through the likes of uh, Yonkers, etc., uh, the Kiku run last time, obviously, that was a much um, much stronger race too. So, as you mentioned, back in trip there, keeps the fitness levels up and then up to the 2,150 metres today uh, in the Cup. So, they're the two for me, but I will put Bartholomew Diaz on top as my main pick. So, number three for me, and you're going with number seven, Smart Meteor, at a bit of a price there. So, 
Good luck to us in the Ipswich Cup. Now, what we'll do, we will skip the eyeliner. We'll come back and look at that after the break. But what we'll do now is look at the Gay Waterhouse. The Kingsley Lawson Lawyers Gay Waterhouse Classic over 1,200 metres is a listed race. Generally a really tough race to get out, Gibbo, but I reckon I might have found one here. But you can go first. Oh, okay. I think there's four main chances. And of those main chances, I think Wine Diva is the one that can actually sit directly behind the leaders. Um I think an, even a chance to stay one off the fence. If the tiny, tiny little chance the inside might not might not be any good, but Byrne will know and, and ride her that way. I just think she'll have three or four lengths on horses like Majestic Shot, Tahitian Dancer, Tycoon Evie, and I think the tight-turning circuit, he can just kick for home, uh, steal two or three lengths, and no doubt those horses will be coming hard late. I just think she was three wide at Eagle Farm last start, kicked it, and nearly held on there. I just think this track's far more suitable on top of the ground. I just think she's going to be extremely hard to beat, and uh, I do like her one diva, but a lot of time for Majestic Shot. Didn't have much luck at all last time either. Tahitian Dance is flying, and Tokenevi's a very good horse. Just wish it was 13.50 for her. So they're clearly the four for me, but I'm, I'm more than happy enough to be backing one diva around $5. Yeah, you were quite keen on Majestic Shot at big odds last time, I think, weren't you, at, uh, at Eagle yeah, Farm? Yeah, she didn't get a lot of luck. No, nah, she was back three wide the entire trip, got to the outside, then the Naj Marty rolled in on her, and yeah, it was more a forgive than unlucky. I'll go with number five, Tahitian Dancer. I think the danger is your one, number two, one Diva. But Tahitian Dancer, I thought, was good at Eagle Farm behind Naj Marty. Had to sort of work through a few gaps there for Jamie Carr. Don't know if he got a lot of room to stretch out, but still finished off well. Was only beaten, well, beaten less than a length on the line. Prior to that, another good run in a listed race, running second to Written Beauty in the Bright Shadow. So has the right form, got the right stable and the right jockey. Tahitian Dancer might be the one here for me, or will be the one for me, hopefully is the one to beat. So Tahitian Dancer for me over one Diva, and your one Diva number two over number four majestic shot. Now, there are the, uh, a couple of the main races. We've still got the eyeliner to go, so we'll come back and have a look at the eyeliner after the break. But remember, find better odds on the Queensland Racing Carnival on Betfair. If you're having a bet, do so responsibly. Any issues there, call 1800 858 858. We'll be back with a little bit more right after this song. The Queensland Betfair Edge with Chris Nelson and Blair Gibson. For Betfair, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. But Axe has dashed away up the 250, opened up by three from really discreet. Her works into the second. Next one there, back near the inside, right or wrong. Stitcher's running home with Amish Boy. Axe in front is paddling. Here's Stitcher on the outside. He's over the top. Stitcher's run. Stitcher's won the eyeliner from photos. Snitch winning the 2021 eyeliner for Ben Thompson. Now, interestingly, Gibbo, my tip in the race has Ben Thompson on board, and that is Vinko. Are you with me? I sure am. Beautiful. Jeez, he looks a bet, doesn't he, Chris? He does. He does. He's flying. All his form is, is first rate. Uh, form out of the races that he's been contesting is first rate. Surely he runs first. Yeah, and, and just sitting there looking at the horses, you know, before you did all your, your form and, and whatnot, you'd look at three main hopes and you'd say, Holyfield, well, it, it is going really well. And a gate, you know, could have swung me that way. But 16 just needs a, a ripping ride. 
Desert Lord just doesn't seem to be going as good. And Emerald Kingdom, they said, felt the trap last week, and it's on a seven-day backup. Has to be a query. Yep, um, and a wide gate. Class. Yeah, whereas Vinko's, you know, he's just one of them horses that's taken time, and, you know, he probably nearly could have won the BRC sprint, and then he's bolted in the Spear Chief, and Charmy Baby's come out, who he beat, and won a listed race seven days later. I couldn't believe they put up 650, and, you know, that price is pretty much held up. I thought he'd sort of start closer to sort of 450, but um, look, in this form, Thompson, what, gate seven, you reckon, probably midfield, one off the fence, Chris? Uh, maybe midfield a little bit, yeah, maybe midfield to just back a little bit worse than midfield. Not too far yeah. back, I hope. Look, I think they'll go along early. Because I think um, the likes of Holyfield and Emerald Kingdom from those wide gates, they won't want to be stuck out there. They'll have to push on. Uh, yeah. And if uh, she's the gift and Sir Warwick, Sir Warwick's not running, is he? I think he's scratched. Um, she's the gift goes forward and a couple of others. Uh, there might be a good tempo here, and that's going to suit Vinko, who we want to get to the outside in the straight. Yeah, and if, if we can find the back of a horse like maybe Roman Aureus or yep. Charlie's, you know, just get the toe into it. And we know how strong he is late. It was 1,500 last start, so... Yeah, yeah, he's a bet for me, Chris. He, I think he's. Um, I've got him down as the best of the day. Uh, always hard to pick the winner of the eyeliner and make it a special, but um, you just—it's hard to go against a horse that's just going so well. Interestingly, Gibbo, there's been money around for Baladas. Now, <laughs> uh, he's not the favourite of the punters. He's certainly a bookie's favourite, but uh, I think he was double figures into about six or seven dollars at one stage. He's drawn wide. Could he be held up from that wide gate? Is it possible for Paladas to be held up again from jumping from a wide gate? <laughs> he wouldn't. Well, it, he might be, you know, because I reckon he'll roll forward. Yes. Because Emerald Kingdom's going to want to clear him, so he can sort of get a bit of a toe. He's inside that horse, you know what I mean? Um, oh, yeah, no, he shouldn't. He should be just behind the leaves and get the right <laughs> run. It's just whether he's good enough to hold off. You know, if the Vinkos and that get clear runs... Um, Oh, I don't know. He's still a class three horse, Chris. So yeah, he'll probably win the he'll win the week. He'll win the week out of his grade that no one's on. Yeah, you're probably right. He's probably well, we're not on. Well, I was going to say <laughs> it's probably worth having a couple of dollars on as a saver, but at six or seven dollars, there's not much really. He should be. No, if he was he that longer fi- odds, yeah. yeah. If he was at double figures, I'd probably make more of a case. I just yeah. think he's. I just think the stable mate's better. Yeah, I thought maybe Barney's Law might push on as well. That's the one I've got a query on. Um, a horse that can go forward. Hopefully does, because we want some pace here so uh, Vinco can run home right over the top of them. Let's hope so. All right, that's the uh, eyeliner stakes for this year. The City of Ipswich eyeliner, thirteen fifty, a listed quality, $200,000, and we are both firmly with number five, Vinco. Gibbo, we'll go back to race number one today at Ipswich, and it's the Cirame, Cer- I think they call it, Wines, Bundamba Plate, cutest two-year-old handicap over 1,200 metres, $75,000 race for the two-year-olds. Looks a good start to the day. Hopefully they run along in this race, Gibbo. Yeah, she she hasn't had much luck with sort of gates. No, she's uh, had no luck, Honey Pot. Honey Pot. She no. started one from the outside on debut, um, one from the outside next time, two from the outside last start, and she's out there again. Um, I've probably been a bit unfair on her in a few of those runs simply because I think she's very good and I expected her to win um, probably two of the three. But... You go back through, she's run the best last 200 and best last six to four in a listed race first up 1,200. This is a huge drop in grade. N- nothing against these horses. A couple of them go okay, but, I mean, 
she's got to start winning, and this is perfect. Other than the gate, you know, she'll go back. But as long as she, as long as Maloney just keeps her within striking distance, she she should be running over them. Um, yeah, I just think she has to she has to win, Chris. <laughs> Well, Rose of Shiraz goes forward and leads for mine from the wide gate. So that's a good thing. The pace is from a wide gate. Hattusa and Spooky Spirit may go forward. Um, I think they'll be up in the first four. And Northern Express is the one parked behind uh, the leader that can push forward as well. So I'm with you. I don't want to. I don't think I want to take odds on, though, Gibbo. I want some black figures about Honeypot, if possible, uh, because yeah. she will get back. Uh, but she does bring the best form, and look, she always had a bit of a rap on her, even off her first ever trial. I think she won that coming from back in the field and just coasted past them, and then she led at her next trial win, or was a jump out it might have been, uh, but she's never had the opportunity due to those wide gates to go forward in a race. So, look, she may be able to, but I don't think it'll be this afternoon, but we are both with number five, Honeypot, in the opening race. Race number two is the Schweppes, T.L. Cooney, over 1,350 metres. Gibbo, uh, a bit of speed here with Indiscreetly, Hamlet, Von Schnitzel, and I think Badger's Nuts will probably just uh, uh, park in behind them somewhere. It's an intriguing race that I'm I'm not super confident with, Chris, um, but, I, but I do want to see how it pans out. Subterranean would be beating these mm. on his best form, but uh, I just don't think he's been placed well um, at all, and, and I'm a little worried that he's forgotten how to win. Um, last start was a... Finally, a drop back to benchmark 72 grade, and it was a pass mark, but I expected better. Um, I don't know. Maybe back to firm ground you can make a case, but, geez, it's just hard to talk yourself into him off that recent form, even though it's an easiest race he's been in for a long time. I think Hamlet von Sissel's been going particularly well. Um, he's enjoyed the stable change. Some horses thrive. Some don't go so good with the stable change. Hamlet von Sissel's been great. Two back behind Mick's moment, nearly stole it. In a, in a pretty good three-year-old race, and then beaten less than three lengths um, behind a Thelric in a hot-listed race last time. I can make a real good case for it. Um, and Indiscreetly's just got that real touch of class. I was concerned about the 13.50 first up, but it had two trials and then trial at Deegan this week um, just to top it off. So if Indiscreetly gets that lead and gets it a little bit soft, we've seen what it can do last prep, um, bolted in, nearly every start until it went to Magic Millions Day and probably had enough. So where do I lean? Look, I, I don't know. I think indiscreetly will lead. I think Hamlet von Sins will be in on its hammer. I think they'll fight it out. And Subterranean could blow them away without surprising me. So they're my numbers, but I, I couldn't really talk people into a bet, Chris. I'm with Hamlet von Snitz. I've got a little bit of a query at 13.50. I think that he'll look the winner at the 150, but whether he can see it out remains to be seen. Indiscreetly, yeah, look... Going back and looking at the horses that Indiscreetly has beaten, uh, Nassau County, Telephone Booth and Il Toro Dioro. They're all right. Telephone Booth goes okay. Did win them all very convincingly. So, look, maybe uh, I'm understating discreetly there, but I don't know. I'm happy to see it go around this afternoon. Uh, Subterranean's the one that'll be running on. But, look, I'm with Hamlet von Schnitzel. He's really flying, as you mentioned, since joining Robbie Heathcote. So, if he can see out the 13.50, I think he's the one to beat. Race number three is the Channel 7 Provincial Stayers Final Benchmark 78 Handicap over 2,500 metres. Always a highlight race for the year for us, tipsters. <laughs> At least this year it's a little bit smaller field, but, oh, God, no. you can. I'm happy to pass on this. Oh, I would have loved Ostermeyer to come here. <laughs> yeah, he probably would have um, been a chance. Oh, he would have bolted in against this lot. Um 
Look, Kipling's journey is a horse I've, I've always liked, and he's just one of them big galloping horses who sort of, they like to take off early on him, and he can hold that gallop, you know what I mean? And, and I think with 52 and a half, I, I think he's really suited. I'm sure they'll try the same tactics. I, I think they'll sort of, they'll land as close as they can, but if they don't, they'll just take off early with 52 and a half and probably go out chasing I Ponder, who'll be at the front. But I think a few of them will go hard being a country cup, and oh, I've liked this read my future. Um, all the way from Scone, I followed up here, had no luck in a good race at Eagle Farm, and just the last couple on the cushion, it's, it's my only query, I sort of, oh, I think it's going well no matter what, it just happens to be on the, the synthetic, the poly, but um, I've got Read My Future on top, just in front of Kipling's Journey, and then, well, maybe Accessory, but throw a dart after them, I think Read My Future just in front of uh, Kipling's Journey. I've got accessory on top of read, read My Future. I ponder who I thought would run at the Sunshine Coast on Friday, but not Ipswich today. That's an interesting lead there. They're my top three, but I'm not getting involved here. Race number four, the Great Northern Ipswich Mile. One Metro win handicap this season in brackets. Over 1,666 metres. Uh, $75,000 race, Gibbo. Uh, I went white. Well, I think I went white here. I went with without thinking. Uh, any love for without thinking? Who I thought would be double figures is about $4 on. Well, it's the only reason I'm, I sort of haven't got as much love. I... I... I thought the same. I mean, he's always promised to be a good horse. I know he won a couple last prep. Um, yeah, look, maybe the heavy tracks, last start, I just thought he was poor. I know he was wide, but he stopped. Maybe just back on good ground. He's he's a beautiful-looking horse, and, yeah, there is some love there, Chris. I'm, I just think, you know, he's probably got the most upside, but I think the proven horse is C. Marie. Um my initial thought was query to the 1600 second up, but they went to a 1200 meter trial on Monday. I think it was at Deegan and just, it was just a nice, good blowout. And I think a, a great lead up to the 1600 second up. And I just think she's a really nice mare. You know, she's proven herself against, you know, last, last prep she was racing, just got beat by Xenifer, um over a mile, beaten two and a half. Um, in the wave at the Gold Coast. I just think she's a, a really nice horse placed beautifully to win. So I have to be with C. Marie. I think without thinking is probably the main danger with Jakarma. But um, anything around that $4 is a bet C. Marie for me. I've got C. Marie in for second, but I've got uh, without thinking on top. I, I just think you can put the pen through those uh, first two runs this time in, not suited on wet ground. Go back and look at uh, the actual dry track form for this one. It's quite good. Uh, ran six to Ayrton, ran fifth to Magic Conqueror, beat Mob Buster. Some of that form's okay, and it's got a good yep. gait, so I can see it running well. All righty, race number five today as we rip through these. The River 949 FM Class 6 Handicap over 1,100 metres. This is a good race, Gibbo. Really good Class 6, I thought. Yes, it is. I'm just waiting for this uh, computer to really download. I can go first if you want. Here. Yeah, you go first, Chris. Oh, I'm going with the big goodbye. Look. He maps okay here. I know the gate doesn't look good uh, straight away, gate seven before any scratchings, but I think he can get over here. Sawarik uh, and Orbison. Well, Sawarik's not running, so we've got Orbison, yeah. Soul Obsession going forward, and the big goodbye, I think, can cross over and park behind. He won't get as good a run as he got last time. That would be just impossible. But I still think he can get a good run. He's a horse in really good form. So the big goodbye to beat Shamaton. If Shamaton can settle close enough, definite chance here from the good alley 
they can make use of him early. 1,100 metres is ideal for him. I think one of those two will win, and I'm happy to pass on Orbison. I think he's been a bit overrated. So six and seven for me. Yeah, hard to be super confident here. Um, so am I correct in saying you haven't put your horse skins in anywhere? No, I think he'll get too far back. He's dropping back in trip off that first up run, I think, or he's staying at the same distance. I think he wants further, and he'll give them a big start again. Uh, I'll scream if he wins, but I just don't think he'll be able to run them down. And I don't know that he's going as well as he was. Yeah, okay, fair enough. I, I, I sort of agree. The big queries for me are the Van Dyke runners, Orby Sinnott and, and Skins. Um, I'm taking them on to a degree, but I, you know, one of them could bolt in and it wouldn't surprise me. But, look, I am a Shematon fan, and I just think... It's actually gone a lot better than it reads on paper. Last start just too far back in a, a leader's day. Um, before that, hit the lead, went a bit early, run down. Oh, I think Shematon's going fine. As you said, Chris, 1,100, good tempo. I mean, it's perfect for yeah. that horse. And and at $9, $10, I could, I could just have something each way. I'm sort of, I feel safe that it'll be running in the money somewhere. The big goodbye was outstanding last time. I'm a little more concerned than you with the gate, not freaking me out completely but i think it's the next best and then away from that you know like goldsburg's a very good horse but that gate is concerning so oh look at the price yeah anything around the nine dollars each way something something small shematon all right that that is a good price for shematon crazy not to have some of that race number six is the ray white ipswich cutest three-year-old handicap 1100 meters gibbo this is a good race too and i found this race very very competitive Oh, it is, and I'm like, it's, a, oh, it's a bit of a shame Uncommon James isn't going around it. We're like, we know how good it was 12 months ago, and its mm. trial was outstanding. But um, look, at it closes the race down a little bit, and no reason for me not to be on Coco Rocks. I, I think she's just a ripper. She's just so consistent, puts herself on speed. She can lead. She can sit behind the leaders, and you just know that she's going to be in front of the 150 and the one they have to run down and and i think she'll keep trying so coco rocks goes on top for me you just know what you're going to get um miss hipstar's never been one of mine but she was really good last start in a probably better race than this i think from gate two just has to hold some sort of spot and, and double figures is over the odds for uh, her and then uh yeah do your best away from them i'm pretty sure they both um both run really well. Coco rocks around the sort of 350. Miss Hipstar are double figures. I'm happy to sort of work around them, Chris. We seem to be on the same page most of these races. Uh, I'm with Miss Hipstar. I just worry about even Miss Hipstar, but certainly Coco rocks. Just their late sectionals aren't all that strong. It's just a slight query there. I know she got run down her last couple, Scone and Caulfield. Uh, Miss Hipstar, look, a bit of the same boat, but she gets a lovely run from the gate and there's good price. So I'll go with number three, Miss Hipstar, to beat number... Six Coco Rocks. I'm wary of Kalishnikov. I reckon if uh, Kalishnikov is fit enough, can run a huge race, and the trials have been okay. So uh, I would certainly include Kalishnikov in all your exotics. All right, that's all the races covered for today. Remember, Gibbo, jump in your car, race to Betfair to find better odds on Formula One. Play your way, gamble responsibly. Any issues, call 1800 858 858. We'll be back with more right after this. The Queensland Betfair Edge with Chris Nelson and Blair Gibson. For Betfair, gamble responsibly. Call 
Where is he, Gibbo? <laughs> Tom. Where is he? This is two weeks in a row. Oh, what my goodness is going gracious. on? I don't know he's, where he is. Anyway, maybe yeah. he's left the show. No, it was too much for him. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise. <laughs> uh, we mightn't have Tom Gibbo, but I'll tell you who we do have. We do have back panelling the show today. and Everyone knows we normally have Brixie here doing it, but Jack is back. Jack's been off the scene. How long has it been since you've been in here, Jack? Just a casual nine months. Wow, doesn't time well, fly. Hey. Oh, and I'm back with the best show. Oh, I'm feeling the original. Awesome. This oh. is the only reason he came back to do this show. It's gotten so if much we, better since I left. If, if we had any idea of what buttons to push, we could have had the Slim Shady guess who's back. <laughs> yes, you're right. That's or a Jack in the Box theme or something. Yeah, we could have. If we knew what we were doing. We'll put that down for next week. But no, it's great to yeah. have Jack back panelling. It uh, is. really good to have you back, Jack. So welcome back. Hopefully we can hang on to you a bit longer this time. <laughs> well, let's see. Let's see. <laughs> this first show's going pretty well. All righty. Uh, now, we don't know where Tom is. Hopefully we'll find out all about that next week. Uh, last week, of course, Gibbo was Stradbroke Day, and it was a cracking day at Eagle Farm. Really good racing. I think the track stood up really well at Eagle Farm. Yeah, I think it has. I'm giving it uh, one thumb up. Um, I'd give it a two. I, just, I, I was hearing it did firm up a bit last week, maybe just with those, you know, we've had fine weather and a couple of race days on it, but overall still far, far better than what we'd seen. So, yeah, look, yeah, you have to give it, it's copped a lot of flack and deservingly so over the years, but I think it's done a really good job this carnival. And um, and the good thing is you can have, it gives you that bit more confidence going forward too, Chris. So, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'll, we'll make it two thumbs up for the carnival with one big day to go. I think that cooch that they're putting through it is starting to uh, have an Kikuya. effect now. Yeah, sorry, Kaikuya. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I know my grasses. Uh, <laughs> speaking of which, my grass at home, i got massive problems with But that's another story for oh, another you got to send me more photos. So we didn't uh, fix it last time. No, no, no. I fertilised it during the week and it looks to have turned even more yellow. It's only in a patch, though. But anyway, as I said, I'll, we'll speak about that off air. I'm sure no one else yeah. wants to hear about any of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, look, I think that uh, that Kaikuya is starting to spread through now and it's giving it more cushion. So we're not hearing any thought about it being torn up or anything like that. So that's that's a massive plus. So I think onward and upward. Yeah. And, yeah. Go on. Yeah, no, no, I'm with you. And, and it'll only be the thicker them roots get, uh, as many growing seeds it can, it'll just, you know, the thicker those roots are, the less chance the horses are of uh, throwing up the dinner plate. Yeah, you know, we're, like we're not seeing that anymore. the roots out of the ground. No, and, and the thicker that they get, and the kaikuyu is a really thick grass, that will just it'll sort of stop. That will be a lot, you know, better underfoot and less sort of kickback. So, yeah, it's plenty to plenty to be happy about. And for anybody out there that isn't aware, Gibbo does know his grasses, correct? <laughs> you are a little bit of What are you, a qualified what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. was a qualified horticulturist. Well, there you go. There you go. We're just lucky to have one pun. on the show. Dropped it all for the fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. At least you got it behind you. You can always go back to it. Yeah, I still haven't taught the missus to mow the lawn, though, <laughs> so I'm still doing that in the gardens. Now, we saw Nature Strip at Royal Ascot during the week. Uh, how good was that? Yeah, well, we, I, like, I have very little interest um, in overseas racing, but obviously when the Aussies go there, for him to do what he did, like, that was a 1,000-metre race, and he's yeah. just... Kick their heads in. Honestly, that was that was something to behold and great for Australian racing and wow, wait. Yeah, it was it was really good. What'd they win for that? Fifty thousand? 
<laughs> probably, probably that's about all. It's more the prestige, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that's what it's about. <laughs> I actually, I've never really, um, never really thought about going to Royal Ascot, but I was watching the coverage, and uh, apart from how stupid I'd look in a top hat, uh, I actually could think of. I actually got plans that I'll put that on the bucket list. I'd like to go. That grandstand looks amazing. Yeah. Oh, the racing. I mean. What the the sprint race this week that the other Aussies are in? I think there's 27 in it. There is, yeah. <laughs> Get stuffed. Hard enough find a, trying to find a winner in a field of five, let alone 27. Oh wow! But, uh, Imagine taking two dollars something about 27 oh. horse field. No, I uh, I think that looked really good, Ask Royal Ascot. Ha- like Home affairs, Artorias, Chris. Thoughts? Uh, like I don't know any I of the haven't done the form. About the other two. I'll be up front and say I haven't even looked at the form for the race. So have you gone through all 27? No, no, not at all. No, nothing about them. I don't care. But I do think, I do think, I've, ne- I've never really been on the Artorias bandwagon, but this has to set up. Like, massive field, testing 1,200. I just think Artorias, you know, 15, 16, might get $20. Might be worth a little something. I just I just think this will this will suit more. It'll be a bit different than the, the 1,200, the way they run it over here. And um, I think it might suit Artorias. I think he can run good. Take a long time to do the form and the map and everything, wouldn't it? 27 runs. Oh, yeah, please. <laughs> now, before we go to the break, what we should mention Alligator Blood uh, last week. That was uh, a phenomenal, phenomenal win. He put the writing on the wall the run prior. Uh, we didn't know if he'd repeat that. He did. He actually repeated. He ran better. He did race wide, but he had cover. But he was a class above, wasn't he? He's the Alligator Blood of old now. What does Gay Waterhouse do? I don't know. She's obviously taught Adrian. I I don't know how they do it. Like that horse was completely cooked. It was and cactus in the summer. They uh and you just don't bring horses back like that after you know. She's a freak. Um, well done, Gay and Adrian. And uh, I wasn't on private eye, but if you were, oh my god, Spewbag at the two hundred. He, yep. I tell you what, uh, alligator blood. Like all credit, but gee whiz, if you're on private eye, you're a little bit ill. And that was always the query from an inside gate for a horse that gets back. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, exactly right. And you, I mean, you wouldn't you wouldn't have thought it'd be five or six off the fence that you're getting stuck, though, would you? But um, no, it wasn't, it wasn't a bad ride. I'm not blaming the ride at all. He just had nowhere to go. No, but uh, all credit to Tim Clark and the Waterhouse Bot Stable. That was that was amazing. Was that your highlight from um, from uh, Stradbroke Day? Or was there anything else you'd want to mention before we go for a break? Um, uh, yeah. Well, if we're not doing black boogers, I'm going to say kiss some. Oh, we are? Yeah, we'll, okay, do, that we'll, next se- that for we'll do that at our next segment. So you've already given okay. it away now. Kiss some. <laughs> yeah, but I've got to tell people why, Chris, mate. That'll get them back. <laughs> it certainly will. Speaking of coming back, we'll do exactly that after this break. The Queensland Betfair Edge with Chris Nelson and Blair Gibson. For Betfair, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. 
Now, before we get to our best bets, Gibbo, we're coming to the end of the Queensland Racing Carnival, but don't forget, we've still got a few weeks to go. We've got Tiara next week. We've got the Caloundra Cup the week after that. And if you want better odds, well, you go straight to Betfair, and that's where you find them. But if you're having a bet, do so responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858 should there be any issues. Best bets for you today on Ipswich Cup Day. Best bets for me. I'm going to make race eight, number five, Vinko the best. And I might just run with him, I think. I'm, I think Juan Diva very hard to beat in the last. Mm. Um, and C. Marie in race four, hard to beat. But I might, um, yeah, no, I'll stick with Vinko as the best. I'll join you. My best will be race eight, number five, Vinko. And I'll also throw in race seven, number three, Bartholomew Diaz. I think he was very impressive last start, and I think he might have turned the corner of this horse and can get the job done once again. So seven, number three, eight, number five for me. You are just going with race eight, number five. Around the grounds, Gibbo, anything for the Gold Coast this afternoon? Yes, I think race three, number seven, Enatini. has been going well. Good booking of Jones, better run in trends at this time, uh, ready to win. Just want to mention race seven, number 10, um, could be good odds start time. Love struck each way, just had no luck, all prep with gates and wet tracks. And just think he's a good horse on his day and just might be worth a little each way ticket, race seven, number 10, love struck. You don't want to talk about Little Mix from last week? Oh, oh Chris, <laughs> how? How? I think you had a couple of sick beats you, there last week. Oh, you could have. Yeah, I, I think I lost three seconds, but I, you you would have wanted to triple your bet little mix on the corner. Did Tommy tell us what price it was on Betfair in the run? Oh, well, there was something really sure. short. I don't know if that was another race or that race, but... Well, I probably yeah, deleted was, it. It was <laughs> it was home and hose, that horse. But anyway, that's Wasn't a word it goes. Anything for anywhere else or just the gold No, country? that's it for me. Just them for me. I'll go to uh, Clifford Park, Toowoomba, this afternoon, and I'll throw in race four, number seven, Turbo Art. Jake Malloy rides, 870-metre race. Handlebars down, as you would say, down to 53 kilos after the claim. Hopefully can lead throughout. So race four, number seven. And also today, I'm going out of my lane here, but there's no Tom. And he was going to send through some tips as well, and I've received nothing. So there you go. Race one, number one, Aussie Pinko at Rose Hill. Very good winning uh, on debut at Rose Hill a couple of weeks ago. And race seven, number eight, Skyman, who was due to go around here at Dipswich today, uh, is not running, is going around in Sydney instead. I think will run a really good race, race seven, number eight, Skyman. Now, that's around the grounds. Sale. Nah, never a chance. Then came Super Giant. He'll never win. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what are we taking on today, Gibbo? Oh, geez, I've tossed and turned. I think it's a tough day um, laying them at Ipswich, but... I'm going to go, it's not as easy now when Common James come out, but race six, number nine, in a sec. I'm just going to play slay anything under the $2. I know it's a very quick horse out of the gates, but there is still speed underneath, and I'm just concerned where it gets to in a good race. So in a sec, play slay for me. Yeah, very wide draw there too, isn't it? I know it was, uh, was able to lead last time, but tougher task this time. Excuse me, time around. I'm going with race five, number eight, Orbison. Uh, I like the big goodbye, and I like Shamaton, and I don't like Orbison. I've gone right off this horse. I took him on last time when he got beaten first up and gave absolutely nothing. Uh, I just think he might have been a little bit overrated, and he's, he was beating horses that were pretty much substandard. So happy to take on Orbison. Might have egg on my face, but we will find out. Race five, number eight. Now, Gibbo, 
golf this week? I know we've started the PGA, but you need to tell us who your money's on this week. Yes, well, they, they're okay, my main results. I've, I've had a fair few of them this week, but I haven't checked uh, this morning after round two. But uh, my main results, Justin Thomas was a good result for me. Um, he's around the money, but my best results were Patrick Cantlay, um, Justin Rose, and who was my other one? And Cameron Young. So Cameron Young was the only one who had a pretty ordinary or just an average first round couple over, but uh, there's a lot of blokes around that that number. But um, Cantlay and Cantlay, Thomas and Rose, any of them would be a nice result for me. All right. Now I uh, need to get to the black bookers from last week. I'm tipping that you're going with Kiss Sum. <laughs> yeah, look, from the whole card, there's always a, you know, a handful of horses that you want to follow, Chris. And this one, you know, had been running well for you know a long time in some handy races. And I just think, the trip up here could be the making of this horse. Um, the runs have been good, but this was actually the other day. He'd, he was behind Battleton in the run, and he was absolutely trucking on the corner. You could just see that um, Collett wanted to wait and wait as long as he could, but he, he just he just had to peel it off that horse's back. And as soon as he peeled off, he'd gone past, and the race was over. Um, I just love horses that can sort of, you know, he'll, he'll run a mile um, in, the, in the good races, but he could win over 1,200, so... You know, he's one of them horses. He gets a tempo in a in a fourteen, sixteen hundred meter race. You know, he probably would have run a place in the Australia the other day. How good he went! Yep. Um, he's going to the Silver Eagle. That's his aim now, apparently. Yeah, so maybe he could pick something up on the way there. I, yeah, is that a bit rich? I don't know, but I think he's he's one that's going to keep getting better. So him, and then a couple from the midweek. Mission of Love, um, I thought was just a, a nice debut. Got back, was able to work through the gears and strong through the line. So Mission of Love can win soon. Uh, and Billionaire Baby, that's yep. Billion, A-I-R, Baby, Billionaire Baby. Same thing, got back uh, to the outside, run on, look for a big track. Billionaire Baby will be winning, and I did look up what relation it was to a horse, and I've completely forgot. So anyway, okay. Mission of Love, Billionaire oh. Baby, and Kiss Some for me. I'll throw an extra one in the midweek, as Hot Spring Goal was a good thing beaten, I thought. Missed the start. Oh. Still looked like <laughs> it was going to win halfway down the straight and then peaked on yeah. the run, so that was... a. That was a moral beaten hot spring gold, so we'll follow it. Political debate had the injury cloud over it going into the Atkins. I thought the run was outstanding. Look for him during the springtime. I think he'll be better at uh, beyond 1,600 metres. He'd really finished off well there. And I agree with Kiss Sum, and I've thrown in sharp and smart as well. Jack, you got a quick joke for us? Yeah, skeleton walks into a bar, orders a beer and a mop. <laughs> Get a kibo? <laughs> Took me a bit. <laughs> I got one. If you get heartburn yeah. every time you eat a birthday cake, try taking the candles off it. <laughs> you boys are on fire. All right. See you, Gibbo. Have a great weekend, uh, Jack. Thanks for uh, your time this morning. We'll see you next week too. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.